Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to the show. It is a great debate Wednesday here on the Maggie and Perloff show. Inspired by Shohei Otani, we are asking, what is the worst sports contract of all time? Mm. We've got a lot of great responses, everything from Charlie Weiss to Jamarcus Russell. Mm. Uh, we gave ours. I said Gilbert Arenas, Perloff. Albert Pujols with e- the Angels. EJ. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day, Bobby Bonilla. And Carlos. Yankees, Jacoby Ellsbury. And a lot more, so keep them coming at 855-2124-CBS. But it feels like there's a question that's kind of emerged from this NFL season, mm-hmm. Perloff. Mm-hmm. And it's like seems like maybe unanswerable, which is what which team is the best in the AFC? Like, who do you actually have confidence? We just saw the Miami Dolphins lose badly on Monday, a game to the Tennessee Titans. Uh, We've seen the Chiefs lose, obviously, to the Bills. We've seen the Chargers now lose their quarterback. We've seen Jacksonville's defense look totally uh, mortal. We have seen the entire AFC North basically decimated, except for Baltimore. This is not an easy answer. I think it is. I think there's one team that stands out above the rest. It's the Baltimore Ravens conference to lose because there's something very, very unusual happening this year in Baltimore. It's not new offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin. It's not Lamar taking his game to the next level. It's the fact that the Ravens are healthy. This never happens. This is a time of year when their depth chart reads injured, injured, injured. Now they lost Mark Andrews earlier in the season, but you saw Isaiah likely on Sunday with a big touchdown. They are uncharacteristically healthy, including the guy who's never healthy, Ronnie Stanley, their left tackle. So I think that Baltimore's health makes them a strong favorite because we know the healthy team gets there. Well, That's just the way it works. The one person who they did lose, right, was Kyle Hamilton, but it turns out he's, he's going to be week to week, right? And it's yeah. going to be not as big of a deal as you may have thought. That would have been a big loss. Normally there's seven starters gone by this point of the year. And normally Lamar is out by this point. last two seasons, Lamar has missed the last month. So this is a completely different Baltimore team. Well, and I think, though, part of that is the new offense. Like, you're saying it's not related. I think it definitely is. Like, I think you're seeing not just the new offense, but the upgrade in weapons for Lamar Jackson. He is definitely benefiting right now from having a better receiving core than he has in years past. But what, I mean, how does that explain the running backs all of a sudden being healthy and the line all of a sudden being being healthy? Well, I don't think the running backs... Are, didn't the, J.K. Dobbins is still recovering from what, at ACL? He's out there with Aaron Rodgers every Tuesday. So, you know, you're lucky here. You've got, you know, uh, who is it? Edwards? Yeah. Got- Gus, Gus yeah, Edwards. Gus, the bus. And Keaton Mitchell. And Keaton all of a sudden Mitchell. Mitchell. coming out of nowhere. Great. Right. Yeah, I didn't even I'm, I didn't even really think about J.K. Dobbins. But generally, this is a way healthier. And their defense has stayed really healthy, too. Uh, it's setting up really nicely for them. 
Now, the one thing about the Baltimore Ravens, yes, they are playing really well, but they certainly don't have an easy rest of the way. So they have to go at Jacksonville, at San Francisco. That one's tough. Miami. And? Pittsburgh uh, at the end. But maybe Trubisky's back for the – or not Trubisky. Maybe uh, Kenny Pickett's back, although I don't know if it's good. Talking about a team that's not healthy. uh, Jacksonville's struggling. Miami just lost Connor Williams. They are definitely struggling with health. He's their center. Yeah, I, I think that Miami is – those are not going to be tough for Baltimore. I think the Rams are tougher than both those teams. But the two games on the road, Jacksonville and San Francisco, I mean, the San Francisco game San is going to be very telling. I count that as an L. <laughs> so oh. they're basically going to come into the postseason at 13-4. and four. I still think that could get you the number one seed. Uh, the Chiefs have a really easy schedule. The best they could get to is 12-5. and five. I'm not sure. Uh, I would say the Ravens by far – and. I, you give yours, too. I have a sneaky dark horse as well. Okay, so I'm still going to go with the Chiefs. I called them whiners. They are whiners. They have not handled the whole situation with the Kadarius Tony offsides with any even ounce of class uh, at all. However, I do think this is a rock-bottom moment for them. And I also think that Patrick Mahomes getting so emotional on the sideline, maybe this finally wakes these guys up like out of a daze in terms of the wide receivers. Like, Patrick Mahomes is killing himself over here, and you guys are losing ball games for him. Like, you got the best quarterback in the league. Don't blow it. Don't get, you know, don't fall back on your laurels. Don't be satisfied with the fact that basically this core won a Super Bowl last year. This dude's going for way more than that. Like, he's going for way more than just be a two-time Super Bowl champion, right? He's got the best shot of catching Brady of anybody if anyone's ever going to do it. He's clearly not comfortable losing a football game, which I like. (laughs) Well, but you have the defense that's already been good and continues to be good. And if this receiver core can just get on and, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they're not taking it seriously. I don't know if this gives permission for Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid to start getting, you know, a little more hard-ass on everyone. I hear you. I I just wish they had made a move at receiver at, at the trade deadline because we saw Justin Watson cost them a game. Tony's cost them two games. Sky Moore has been inconsistent. MBS clearly can't get a flag. But here's the weird thing about this. This same, basically the same receiver core won the Super Bowl last year with, and Kelsey is still there and he, you know, has disappeared a little bit in second halves, but he's still Travis. Yeah, I don't, it's a great point. I don't know what's different. The receiving core just feels worse this year. We never talk about a Super Bowl hangover with them because I think on the defensive side of the ball, it's been so much better. It's like, oh, this isn't a Super Bowl hangover. This This is even better. Actually, and I feel like Isaiah Pacheco is a much more effective. I mean, he was good last year, but he's really established now. So they can control the ball a little more when they want to. It is weird how they they are not explosive. I think it's the drops. I mean, I saw it. Thank God against my Eagles, nobody could catch anything. Even this game the other day against the Bills, there were some key drops. Definitely. I they mean, just wear gloves, dude. What are you doing? <laughs> if it was only that easy. But maybe we, we aren't talking about a Super Bowl hangover with that one specific you know, position group. I don't know. Like, cause does Kadarius Tony who, you know, is obviously a bit of a wild card. I think that's kind of being nice to yeah. call him a lot of other more unsavory things, but maybe he feels like vindicated that he won a super bowl. And I don't know, maybe these guys feel like, all right, mission accomplished. I've won a super bowl. Okay. So you, I have the Ravens. You have the chiefs. Were you tempted? Were you, did the thought enter your mind? Because it did mine. To put your Buffalo Bills in this mix. Absolutely not. Now, here's the thing. I am I appreciate the win last week. Yeah. It was an extremely tough week for the Bills with all of the stuff coming out about Sean McDermott, the 9-11 story. I mean, it was just it could not be worse and embarrassing for the Buffalo. And that was like felt from an off-field standpoint. 
I mean, those kind of exposés, like, they're the worst uh, when the curtain gets pulled back like that from a team. However, they won this game, but basically Kansas City lost this game. You know the distinction. And anybody who thinks that the Bills are going to win out has not been watching this team all season. There, There's no... What indication would you possibly have that this team could win out? Why? Because somehow Kansas City screwed up worse than they screwed up at the end of the game? Like, that's not that's not dominant win by any stretch. So you got the Dallas Cowboys coming that's in. That's the only possible loss. They're, I'll bet you anything they win their last three games. May, but Dallas... There's four games left. Four, I'm saying the Dallas is the only possible loss. Then it's three wins. So they're going to get to 10 and 7. They're in the playoffs, Maggie. Do you know there are 10 and 7 teams, guys, who don't make the playoffs? But like, is that, that happens. Isn't the AFC uh, changing its shape a little bit where 10 and 7 will probably get you in? I don't know because half of the conference is either 6 and 7, 7 or 6. Like everything's so right, bunched they, up and they have no tiebreakers. They, they totally botched this entire <laughs> season where Denver gets the tiebreaker over them, where Pittsburgh would get the tiebreaker over them. Like, they didn't play Pittsburgh, but you know what I mean. Because of conference record and other things. I'll go one step further. If they beat Dallas this weekend, and I've been pretty good on the MVP race, Josh Allen's moving into the top three well, with a chance to win it all. They're 11th right now in the AFC. It's not even like they're hovering yeah. around 8th or ninth. I mean, this is a lot of teams they have to jump. So it's Dallas, then you're at the Chargers. That's a That's a Thursday game. Then you have New England. Then you're at Miami. And by the way, that Miami game, uh, the last game of the season, you don't think that's going to be a dogfight of a game? And that's in South Beach. Well, just the fact that I, I think you're, uh, maybe it's because you're cynical, maybe you know them better, but you're underestimating the fact that they're three-point favorites over Dallas, who is the hot team in the league right now. You cannot follow Vegas when it comes to Buffalo. They I, do not know how to handicap this team. I, I'm sure they're against spread record is close to 500. Vegas knows it's it, it, and actually I looked at it recently. They're you're right. They haven't covered a little more, but they're still close to 500. There's a reason. I think Remember you're they were 14 point favorites against the Giants. Oh, that Dallas, goes. Dallas at Los Angeles with Easton Stick at New England, and then at you. No home you, for New England. Right, right. Oh, sorry, home for New England. But you have to realize Miami is taking on water here. They have real issues. So, so I right. think they are in Buffalo's in great position to make a run here, and I think 10 wins will get you in. Eight five five two one two might win you the division. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. I mean, Miami's schedule is brutal. I get. I it. didn't know about the tiebreakers. That's a big deal. But Miami might have only one more win left. So Miami did lose their center for the season on Monday. They now have four out of the five offensive linemen who they started the season with are now hurt. I mean, yeah. that's just terrible luck. Yeah, and they well, no, it's interesting for them. They face the Jets this weekend, and does uh, I feel like that game is very dangerous. For Miami. I mean, we saw Miami just lose to Tennessee. Will, will Zach Wilson love? No, I just, just it has defense. nothing to do with him. It's a defense against uh, Miami with no line. That's a really scary proposition. I think that the Jets could overwhelm Tua. Tua can't run. So what's he going to do if the Jets get to him? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Who do you think is the team to beat in the AFC right now? Rude Dog says Ravens are the only team I believe in in the AFC. Now, it's funny, though, because the Ravens, what's the knock? Well, Lamar Jackson hasn't been past the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, they've never really, the last couple years they haven't been healthy. If they get the number one seed, they get to the second round, home games. This is a healthy defense playing at its top of its game. Yeah, this really feels feels different. And the other thing is, 
Kansas City being down just a little bit. I agree with you, by the way. I'm not counting out the Chiefs. I mean, you'd be crazy to do that. Maybe this is finally time where they can get honest with each other. Maybe it takes Patrick Mahomes basically crying and have to be held back, you know, from uh, what what was he really going to do to that ref? Oh, I think there's one big move. They do not. If they put Tony back on the field, they get what they deserve. Well, but that, that, that's Andy Reid, right? Well, he benched him earlier in the season. He couldn't stick with it, and I think now he will. 855-212-4CBS. It's also Wednesday, so we are asking for your take on the worst contracts in the history of sports. We've gotten a lot of good ones here from the chat, from callers, uh, our own Andrew Kaplan saying Charlie Weiss. We got a little Jimbo Fisher in there, a little Jamarcus Russell. I saw a good one here uh, in the Twitch Twitch chat. Otis Miller says uh, Urban Meyer. Oh, bad. And that's one of those contracts where it's not even like he, I don't know if he got a lot more money than the usual new coach, but just bringing him in was enough. They could have paid him $1 and that would have been a terrible (laughs) contract. No, but Urban Meyer, isn't he in litigation now to get the money back? It was like fired for cause because he kicked the kicker, allegedly. You could have done Gruden too, probably John Gruden. That's what I was thinking. But that being said, I'm sure colleges would pay a lot of money to get Urban Meyer in right now. So Urban was, enough, Urban was twelve million a year with the. Oh, Jags. that is a lot! Wow. And uh, I see why he's fighting to get that money back. <laughs> there's still fifty million remaining on his contract. Yikes! That being said, I, I really think college football teams would line up to get Urban Meyer right now. Yeah, which is saying, and maybe John Gruden might end up even coaching college this Gruden, offseason. I think there's Gruden's got a much tougher path. Yeah, which is, I mean, weird. But the thing is, is uh. I was reading some more details. Speaking of people who are stealing money from the Jags, remember we talked about that executive that was stole twenty two million dollars yeah. over the course yeah, of yeah, four yeah. years. Yeah. yeah, apparently this was like the most beloved guy in the office. Oh, that's <laughs> always, that's always how to get you. He was just hiding in plain sight. Like we never saw any watches. They did more reporting on this from the Athletic. No watches. Never saw any of the ostentatious mm. stuff. I guess when he did took the private jet, it clearly wasn't with anybody. It's like friends. It wasn't with anyone from the office. They said like the only red flag was he was driving a Tesla, and that was it. Okay. Everyone well, he's environmentally him. conscious. <laughs> environmentally Another conscious crook. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, luckily, there's really no money to steal around here, as far as I know. That's what I was <laughs> thinking. I was like, it doesn't matter who. That's why nobody's nice around here, because like you don't have to hide for what. <laughs> People walking by give us money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why no one's nice around here. No one's hiding anything. Hide for what? Yeah, there's nothing to steal. So I mean, be maybe your real self. Maybe on some other parts of the company, there's money to what is it called when you steal from your embezzle? Company? Embezzle. Yeah, there is no money in our budget to embezzle. <laughs> so like, it sound like aspiring white collar criminals <laughs> like you guys are looking for money to embezzle can we get nine dollars to buy jello for a bet the perloff loss <laughs> sorry not in the budget <laughs> meanwhile oh our first uh bet of 2024 the wrestling singlet oh boy it's gonna be happening oh god i blame the committee for this i'm actually in the florida lawsuit why could we <laughs> why could i have to have michigan beat alabama to avoid wearing a singlet why couldn't Florida State have been that number four team who probably would have beaten Michigan? Because the, the college football playoff committee are great fans of the Maggie and Perloff show. Yep. And they were like, you know what? If Florida State goes out against Michigan, they're going to get crushed. And we nobody wants to see that. We want to make Perloff sweat. Yeah. Let's give him the greatest Literally. college football coach of all time. And let's see what happens. 
Just, uh, I'll tell you what, put a spy on both sides of the field against Milrow. That's what uh, <laughs> that's what Georgia started doing in the second half. Just spy that dude. Well, listen, Connor Stallions had people working for him all over the country. Yeah. Assuming if you could, Connor Stallions is gone. Jim Harbaugh, if you have room on your staff, I'm available. I'll wear a fake mustache. Done it before. Do you well, think Connor Stallions has... Oh, Alabama signs. Do you think at this point he you think he would have got it before he got fired? Like, did he look ahead and said, "Okay, who are the teams we could be seeing in the college football playoff?" Do you think maybe he has some signals from Alabama? I mean, if he's doing his job, he does. Mm. Yeah, and I think this guy was doing his job. Here's the sign. He was like the goat of signs. Here's our sign. We have four top ten picks on our offensive line, and we're about to mow you over. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Alabama is not exactly the trickiest offense right now. They're just great at running the ball. <laughs> Oh, God. It's such a, and by the way, anyone who plays Michigan knows to change the signs, right? 855. TCU knew that's true. 855 212 for CBS. Okay, so we got a lot for you on the burners here. We've got the worst sports contracts of all time. We've got who is the team to beat in the AFC. And we also have one more thing that we want to bring your attention to, which is uh, initiative we have, an initiative that we have to the end of the year. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio and Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio is where you can watch the show. Now, you can always listen to us, and we love that, and it's awesome. But we are in the giving spirit of the holiday season. We are asking for every subscriber to our YouTube and Twitch channel, we will donate $1 to charity for every one subscriber. Perloff, myself, our boss, Spike Eskin, is in on this as well, and we are donating it to the Boys and Girls Club. Awesome cause, and I would say get on YouTube fast because my cool black eye is fading quickly, Maggie. (laughs) This might not be here by the new year. I'm trying to walk around, look like a tough guy, intimidate. It's not working, though. I mean, we could give you another black eye. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That was well, I, I feel like black eye. I was actually going to tell the people that it was our CGI budget that got you looking <laughs> like that. This was the perfect hit, though, because I got the cool black eye. I didn't really feel any pain. I don't know. I mean, you could slug me in the right eye right now. I don't I'm not think sure I do you, it justice. You, it caught perfectly. It really did. It's kind of like, yeah, not like Draymond Green on Yusuf Nurtic, <laughs> which was, of course, is now in show parlance. He was selling cars. <laughs> <laughs> say it proudly, Maggie. <laughs> she did not want to say that. <laughs> what was Draymond Green doing when he swung his arm and struck Sun's big man, Yusuf Nurkic? He was... He was selling cars. He was like selling what? cars, people. <laughs> he was selling things. cars like a big inflatable guy outside no. of a car dealership. I thought he said selling cars. He said selling calls. <laughs> you didn't just think it. You were positive he said selling cars. I swooped in like Batman with that one. I was like, have no fear, everybody. I've got it. You were so confident that even though I'd heard the cut and made the cut, I still yeah. questioned. I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, no, he's <laughs> right. Maybe I think, was. I don't like... We're at fault, EJ. I immediately am like, ah, oh, selling cars. That makes sense. Interesting analogy by Draymond <laughs> Green. Huh. You don't understand. When I get really confident about something, I could sell this to anybody. Like, I will make you think that you didn't hear it correctly. It's part of what it makes me a good talk to your host. 855-212-4CBS. Uh, okay, you're welcome to weigh in again. Hit, hit subscribe on YouTube and Twitch. You're doing it for a good cause. All you do is hit subscribe. We take care of the rest. Donating to the Boys and Girls Club. And we're taking your calls on the worst sports contracts of all time. 855-212-4227. It's Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> we're asking for the worst sports contracts of all time. Loosely inspired by Shohei Otani. Yeah, his I mean, contract's not bad, but 
Well, we don't think it's bad. It could end up bad. Because uh, the one thing about all these contracts, no one knew they were bad at the time. <laughs> Nobody thought that. People did not know Albert Pujols was bad. Pujols became the warning shot. That's my choice for future contracts for aging sluggers. Be careful. Baseball players hit a wall at 33. When Bryce Harper signed that massive deal, everyone said, oh, in his 30s, he's going to decline. So that's why I think Pujols is symbolic. And I feel bad because I'm, a, I'm actually a big Albert Pujols fan. He's awesome. But he signed a bad deal. Let's go to Andy's in Michigan has one we had not th- heard of uh, or thought of. Andy, how are you? Hey, pretty good, guys. You know, um, when I think of worst contracts, this isn't monetarily the worst, but Matt Flynn, when he had that sixth touchdown game or whatever ridiculous thing he had against Detroit, he had offered like, what, 19 and a half mil yeah. against, for Seattle, and he just flopped. He didn't well, he really. Got, no, he got beaten out by yeah. Russell Wilson in training camp. Yeah, Andy, it's a good one. Oops, sorry, dude. I thought you were done. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing because he never played. He might have been fine. We have no idea. He probably could have been good, but he never got a chance. It's just so funny. So three years, $19.5 million. Now that's like backup money. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, it's a bad backup That's what Jake deal. Browning's going to get next. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, we got some more in the chat. Mel Tucker? I oh, mean, that well, one's that's... looking... Pretty, pretty bad. That's one from uh, from Jim in the chat. We also had, uh, let me find out who it was, said it. Albert Hainsworth was another one. Yeah, it's another big one. Couldn't, couldn't pass the conditioning test. I feel like college football coaches have their own category because of the ridiculous buyouts. Those are Charlie Weiss was yeah. what our Andrew Kaplan. Yeah, I mean, obviously Gus Malzahn is the crazy buyout. Jimbo Fisher is insane. So that I, they have their own category because the, you, to pay a guy to go away like that is nuts. Here's the thing. What are we going to do when college football players get paid a lot and are bad? How are we going to handle that as like the media? Well, what do you mean? So say I, I don't think it's a problem. His career is so short in college. But say it's um, big time transfer. Yeah. Goes to a school and say we get to know and get a little more transparency on some of these big NIL deals. And say it's, you know whatever quarterback, say it's uh, Riley Leonard goes to Notre Dame yeah. and say we find out he got $4 million and he stinks next year. Well, Are the, we going to criticize him more because of the money? No, college. Like how we do with pros? How could he stay? I mean, the only thing that college football quarterback can do, every college quarterback is productive. It's just a matter of getting injured, right? Like you don't bust. And even Kyle McCord was the bust for Ohio State. He had 26 touchdowns and six picks. College football, it's easy to put up numbers. Okay, or say they just really disappoint. I mean, there has to be guys who don't put up the numbers. You think they're going to, and they're not going to. Give me one. Will Levis's last year at Kentucky? If he, yeah, but everyone knew Liam Cohen left, and they still were a pretty good team. I mean, they I'm just saying, you're giving me somebody who, in in theory, could have made a lot of money. Will Levis now? I mean, he's coming off a signature win. That's just the first person. Yeah, I just don't think there's enough time to really hamstring yourself, like. Based, uh, all these no, contracts. If it's one year, I'm yeah, nobody's saying. gonna. If if you sign a one year deal in the NFL, nobody's gonna really kill the Giants for the Daniel Jones deal because it's two years and you're out. These contracts are bad because you're stuck for a lifetime, like Bobby Bonilla. Oh, people are definitely killing the Giants for the Daniel Jones deal, but, but it's it's nothing like the Deshaun no. Watson deal, which hamstrings you for five years. Oh, but I'm not saying it's the worst contract ever. Yeah. I'm just asking how are we gonna handle it if guys in college are getting paid a lot? Say it's a wide receiver who's getting paid two million dollars and has a huge drop. Something like that. Uh, $2 million? That's nothing. Well, I'm just saying, before you would not really, like, 
yes, of course, there's always the yahoos out there and the idiots who are sending death threats to college kickers and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, you're just a loser if you're doing something like that. But I'm talking about we generally don't criticize yeah. the college players like we do the professional players. And a lot of it was because, A, they're young, but B, because they're not getting paid. And now they are going to be getting paid a lot. Does that open the door right. for them to be criticized well, by the media? One thing is we don't know the deals. They're all I'm saying secret. if we... Once we do, I mean, this is going to go towards more if, transparency. If you think pay, well, never with NIL, that will never be transparent. You think if players get a salary, that I mean, who knows where all this is the, going? The second you hear an NIL deal, just a me. Did you see the Marvin Harrison's getting twenty five million dollars to come back to Ohio State? Rumor. Guess At what? Wonder. It turned out to be a total lie, of course. Yeah, but okay. I, I think Congress is going to get involved. The NIL deals are different from state to state. Oh, maybe. Okay. If it gets to be this more federal law, I mean, listen, transparency is better for everything, right? I have a solution. Pay the players anyway. Well, for sure. Uh, MJ is in Florida. MJ, how are you? How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. I actually have two, but I'm going to go with the one that I jumped in my truck and heard this uh, discussion. And the first one that came immediately to my mind was the A-Rod deal when he went to Texas. Because that was kind of like the biggest, you know, deal. I can't remember oh, yeah. what year it was. And I think that's what skewed everything. And then you got the pool host and all the other ones. And the other one I was going to mention real quick, I don't want to steal anybody else's thunder, and I'll let you talk after this, mm-hmm. is the Joe Flacco deal. Have fun. Oh, uh. Joe, I know, who got the all-time contract year. Yeah, I mean... Super Bowl MVP. It can't get any better. And he got paid, and he never even got close to the Super Bowl. He kind of had to pay him. Yeah. Uh, A-Rod, 252, right? The 10-year deal. The thing is, though, about A-Rod, is he still won MVPs when he was in Texas, He was a baller in Texas. That's what I'm I'm, saying. The team didn't win anything, but he... It's not like he didn't live up to the... Does anyone live up to 252 million, but... He was good in Texas. He was the best player not named Barry Bonds in baseball. Wait, he wait, just wait. was on a terrible team. And so you think when when you're losing nine to three and hit a solo home run in the seventh inning, that makes you a baller? No, that's play? not. That's dude. Not what, come on, no. it was overinflated stats. The guy had no no winning. No, in those him. Texas teams scored. It was that they couldn't pitch. They were not. They were not. Yeah, even I know. Blown he had a bunch games. of meaningless home runs. I, his stats no. have always been empty. To okay, me. while come we on. do daily Dion EJ, can you look up A Rod's clutch stats just for the years he was with the Texas Rangers? You can find that on BaseballReference.com. Let's get to daily Dion. Daily. Do you believe in that? Dion. You believe in that? Well, Deion Sanders Perloff is getting the full college treatment now after his first season at the University of Colorado. There is now a class that is named after Dion. It's called Prime Time Public Performance and Leadership. Call it our CMCI 4021. Prime Time Public Performance and Leadership. It will focus on helping college athletes explore how to manage their time in college, prepare for their careers, manage their celebrity, identify when to best speak into their profit center, uh, advocate for worthy causes, coordinate with sports agents, and how to interact with journalists and the media. Love it. I I'd sign too. up for that in a heartbeat. Uh, this is a new trend, by the way. All the all the big schools now have NIL classes. Nebraska has an NIL major. So this is right along there. But just put Dion's name on it makes it the most popular class ever. <laughs> well, I think it's only for student-athletes, right? That's what it said. It's for student-athletes. Oh, can you do that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, by the way, you guys, about two weeks ago, you guys were poo-pooing the future of Dion Sanders. Are you ready to fully reverse on that? 
poo-pooing the future. Just saying like he has no chance to build it this way, and he clearly does. Oh, with the he, transfer portal? How many games oh. have they won since the season ended? Do you, do you <laughs> see uh, the offensive line there gearing up for the Big 12 next okay. year? They're coming. They uh, are he coming. Said they, he said they were here. He said they were coming with pass. Now they're still coming. Now I'm confused. They're coming. You said he couldn't build an offensive line. It sure sounds like he built an offensive line in a hurry. All right. See me in October. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying a lot of five stars, a lot of transfers coming in on that offensive line. This and it's is, funny because uh, I was I was the original. Oh, my God. We're overblowing the Dion thing. But Dion sure seems to have figured out some things this offseason. Uh, the class is Tuesdays and Thursdays from 5 to 6.15. Gosh, I hated those night classes. Andrew Bogish is here. He's got headlines. Hey, Maggie. Uh, so Draymond Green, not the only big name, ejected from an NBA game last night. I saw the official kind of point as if he was ejecting Jokic from the game. That can't be right, can it? Did he get ejected from the game? Wow. This happened against the Pistons a few weeks back as well for Come Denver. On. Now listen. Oh, that, listen, that's that terrible. Seems, that's, that's, that doesn't that's seem fair at all. That that's excessive. That's excessive. Uh, and that's Bulls TV, <laughs> the opposition, saying that Jokic should not have been tossed from this game. He was arguing a non-call, apparently said one bad word to official Musa yeah. Dagger and got the boot immediately. But I crossed the line, I understand, but sometimes that word doesn't cross the line. Yeah, so we need uh-huh. consistency. If the word either crosses the line or it doesn't. Yeah, and I don't, I don't think the word was shampoo. Whether you spell it or say it out. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever seen Hoosiers where Gene Hackman says... No, what's says, that? Uh, it's a basketball movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Where Gene Hackman says to the official, kick me out because he wants Dennis yes. Hopper's character to coach. Yeah. Jokic clearly said, kick me out. I got a race in the seventh year in <laughs> Serbia. You think he is, if there's any player that doesn't mind getting kicked out early, it's definitely Jokic in a December game. I think the one flaw, though, in your theory is the time difference. Yeah, I thought game, about that. It's overnight in Serbia. I assume the horses are sleeping nope, at like three in the morning. Hours, just nonstop. Yeah, do you have any idea when the racing goes on in, in Serbia? Wait, <laughs> no. meanwhile, the best detail of that game last night was why all the people in Chicago were incensed that Jokic got kicked out is because it was Serbian Heritage Night. Mm. They kicked him out in the second quarter. It's like, what are you guys doing? This is what we sell tickets for yeah. Serbian. Apparently, there's a big Serbian population in Chicago. Yes, major. Yeah. And Which, they lost the game. The Bulls did 114-106. I'll also point out uh, the Bulls have retired numbers in their arena. They're also now beginning a ring of honor. And Michael Jordan's going to go into that one twice by himself and the entire 95-96 team is being okay. enshrined. So I don't know why you need both of those things. Oh, I like that. Jordan by himself. No, no, why you need to retire numbers and then have a ring of oh. honor. So Jordan, there's like now there's like three different uh. permanent Jordan mon, you know, as there memories should be. in the building. I guess. I, I mean, think. I think he would make the cut for the ring of honor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Here's my question. So they're going to put in the 95-96 team. Yes. Are they going to then put in every team so that's what we're gonna do we're gonna start with the 91 92 and then go i don't know that i don't know what their plans are but there's gonna be a lot of redundancy because pippen is also going in sure by himself and as a member of that team but tony kukoc only goes in as a member of that team for now i so again it just it's overkill my understanding is the reason they're putting in that team specifically is because it's the 72 mm-hmm. 10 championship run 
Oh, They're God. not going to put like the 91 to 93 team because they weren't as good. But Kukoc probably doesn't make the cut for Ring of Honor as an individual, or did he play enough years there? I figure, I think he should. He should. He yeah. should, right? He's yeah. pretty, pretty good. Okay, it's just so weird. Yeah. Here's another question. So Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, all-time great duo. Yeah. A little awkward these days because uh, Pippen's yeah, ex-wife <laughs> is dating Michael Jordan's oldest son. They're getting married if they're yeah, not they're married engaged. Already. Okay, so, uh, you know, when these things happen, like you go into a ring of honor, you generally have your family there. Well, Scottie Pippen's been also been ripping Michael Jordan for the last two years, ever since basically the last yeah. dance came out. Right. So what Ooh. happens? Are we burying the hatchet Ooh. here? Or is One of those it... guys is not showing up. and Can't be Jordan. I don't think it's going to be him. Jordan has to show up. He's... Yeah, Scotty can't go to his ex-wife's wedding, no matter who it is to. Well, the wedding. I'm talking about the wedding. Yeah, 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 right, right. My bad, my bad. <laughs> I was stuck on. When you want someone to die? No, I'm just. I'm still stuck on the guys. Wait. The headline is Michael Jordan's son marrying Scottie Pippen's ex-wife. Yeah. I think they both have to show up. Obviously, you need Jordan, but it feels so weird without Pippen. It does feel weird without Pippen. Look, it wasn't until what, like, a two minutes before Michael Jordan's name was announced. We didn't know he's going to be there for the 75th anniversary. Announcement. Yeah, I mean, that's like, he one walked guy. Walked in at the last second. He was at NASCAR. He's an owner. You, you really don't know it, Jordan. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's a bit of a mystery. But I can't see Scottie Pippen being okay with not going to this. Yeah, but it's like, so is does Marcus Jordan, is he there with Larsa? See, if I were her, I'd bow out. Well, no. If, first of all, if you put the, the whole, opening of an envelope, I mean, she'll the, be anywhere. If you're putting the whole team out there, then you don't have room for family because you have 13 players. You're not going to have 13 players and each one with four. There's not going to be 300 people on the court. It's right. Michael Jordan's family. No, no they I'm not saying the court. the court. What about in a suite? What yeah, about I mean, they could be in the building, but I think they could separate them enough. But also, it's gonna, they're going to be honoring the 96 team as well. So I'm sure there's going to be a team picture. Like, he, he's going to have to, yeah. they're going to have yeah, to cross yeah. paths at some point. Forget the family. Right. Forget the families. It's just Jordan and Pippen together. But maybe they'll this will bring them together and everyone can. Uh, can no break bread together. Zero Yeah, chance. this is the Bulls fan, by the way. He's wearing a Jordan jersey. Carlos yeah, wearing it for me. a reason. No shot that's happening. Because of the ex-wife? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can't have your kid marry your, your partner's ex-wife. That's that's something that's written on TV. There's no way that's happening. By the way, she's, a, she's like a reality star. That's what she does, Larsa. But the other thing, though, is... Can you really control your kid? Wouldn't you just be happy for your kid? Right. Jordan can't marry Larsa Pippen, but what's he supposed to do? Like, lock his son in the basement? I mean, teach him the ropes. Like, he cl- I mean, clearly, the, the apple fell far from the tree in this aspect. Oh, it's like it's like bad parenting, you're saying. The yeah. fact that he would even entertain it is bad parenting. Correct. Like, there are plenty of fish in the sea. You happen to go for your, I mean, for I don't Aunt know how Larsa. close were your, your, uh, yeah, your uncle's <laughs> wife. Like, there's plenty of women to choose from. <laughs> It's kind of like Greek mythology. At yeah, this point. I don't know, Carlos. I think love is a, not a controllable thing. I don't yeah. think that's love. Can we, we, we really, I know that you guys are suckers oh, for is, love. Is that a love thing? But, is that a real connection but here? But, Carlos, if Mark is his thing, goes to Mike and says, look, I'm in love with this woman, and either you're going to support us or get out of my life. I mean, what's Mike supposed to do at that point? Bye. You got to support your kid. <laughs> Bye. No, you gotta support your kid. No, you can no. Sometimes your kid is wrong. That's what's wrong with parents. Sometimes it's okay to tell your kid you're wrong. Was there anything I'm in Michael Jordan? That doesn't yeah. register. Is there anything in Michael Jordan's past that makes you think he would be a good parent? By the way, wow. <laughs> there's not a lot. I mean, the guy, the guy was not. Wow. He was not Mr. Domestic. Let's be honest. You're not saying he was the father in Full House. <laughs> I'm not. I'm Danny saying Tanner? that family no. seemed quite, you know, disconnected by the end. You know, I. I, I, I watched the documentary. Divorce. I mean, like his kids have been fine. 
they've been fine, but he didn't yeah, seem been like he definitely got like a pretty nasty divorce. That's what the I'm divorce saying. was nasty for sure. Yeah, and also too, and we saw we saw the last dance. The guy was out till four in the morning gambling every night. He wasn't <laughs> home reading bedtime. Look, that's, that's when he's on the road. Okay, I'm, I don't know what he was like at home. He was, in security he was in some back room gambling, pitching <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> corners with the security yeah. guards right. with strangers, not hanging out with Jeffrey and Mark. No, you're Actually, right. That, that's unfair to say. His sons have uh, seem like great guys. That's totally unfair. But I mean, he, no. It'd just be funny if, like, all of a sudden he's reading a bedtime story, but you pan out and it's actually like a poker room. (laughs) Here, you sleep over here on these chairs covered with a shirt. Look, Mike, he was in Space Jam. He had a lot of money. He could have had, you know, stunt doubles reading bedtime stories while he was somewhere else. Like, we, like the whole time we just thought it was Mike and it was some black bald dude. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was Mark. Mark's here to read your bedtime story. Meanwhile, LeBron's the opposite. LeBron will probably blow off game four of the finals to watch <laughs> watch Bronny in a practice. <laughs> I, have, I relate to it. LeBron's a full-time sports dad in every possible way, oh, sitting on his couch. He gave his all for the in-season tournament, so now he can relax and enjoy the NFL. And, and by the way, on, on the in-season tournament thing, to swing it back to Mike, I'm now standing 10 toes down. Mike would have went so hard for in-season tournament. He gets $500,000 in a night in Vegas. What do you think he's doing? He's <laughs> going right. so hard. That money's gone the next day. What's well, the difference? Right, he says exactly. he doesn't have a problem. <laughs> you don't have a problem if you have the money. Yeah. Final buzzer hits, he's at the blackjack table within 20 minutes. Actually, wouldn't it be great if Michael Jordan is actually like able to play hands of blackjack in between quarters? <laughs> <laughs> or you, you find him at the table still in his uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Trophies on his hip. Paid in, in, in markers and, and chips, and he's just sitting there. Like, By the end of the night, he's just hawking right. off his Jordans. He's like, yo, here's some 13s that yeah. are signed. Yeah, let me get back to the table. On red. Uh, let me get to Draymond quickly because he, like the part-time car salesman that he is, swung around and smacked <laughs> Yusuf Nurkic in the face last night in Phoenix. Now, if you remember when Draymond choked Rudy Gobert, at least Perloff criticized the Timberwolves for not coming to Gobert's defense. Devin Booker, happy, no son, retaliated last night. Any retaliation is always the worst thing in that in that scenario. Um, missing games for your team, and, you know, it's a big fine, too. So um, no punch or retaliation is, is worth those. Mm-hmm. I disagree with that. I know. I just said to because Devin Booker, one of my favorite players in the NBA, he needs to be very serious about load management for the playoffs. Perfect way to get some games off. Throw a punch, five games suspended, no questions from the NBA. Rest that dude till June. But what if he breaks a hand? You're right. Don't throw a punch. Yeah. Maybe kick a guy no, in the listen, junk. I think you got to go John Morant on this thing, you know? Wave a couple guns around on Instagram Live. You get yourself a 25-game vacation. It's risky, though. If you do that in the spring and get 25 games, you might miss the first round. But I like where your head's at, Maggie. <laughs> Booker had 32 last night outside the box. in this 119-116 win over the Warriors. NFL owners are meeting again today in Dallas discussing business issues like future international games. Brazil could be picked pick to host a game next season as soon as today. And the NHL all geeked up for last night's Battle of the Connors. Bedard against McDavid in Edmonton. Perloff's adopted son had the better start. Classic headman pass. Connor Bedard over the line. Shoots, he scores Whoa. from the left wing circle. Connor Bedard angling down toward the oiler net. Put the puck under the stick of the defenseman 
and snapped it into the top right corner past Skinner. So the goal was like, it sounds, the dude in your basketball games. That's mm-hmm. better than everybody just messing with you yeah. guys. And this is Bedard at 18 doing it to NHL men. I mean, this guy's meeting the hype. Yes. Yeah. Wow. But also, they lost last night. It's weird. It's like funny. It's like, we have a showdown. Connor versus Connor. I'm like, was Sean versus Sean not available? There was also a third Connor in that game last night. It was very 2023. We go through cycles with with names. We name our kids. Like when I was, everyone who I grew up with, it's a million Seans. That must have been the name of the 19, early, middle 80s. Yeah, I had a lot of Jennifers growing up. Um, There's two Connor McGoverns in the NFL. Like Connor is a (laughs) ubiquitous name. Connor got very popular apparently. (laughs) Uh, so that was a goal by Bedard, but Chicago lost in Edmonton 4-1. Connor McDavid had two assists. I think they've won now eight in a row, those red-hot Oilers. Back to you guys. I mean, the biggest one is Jalen's. Mm. And Jalen Rose claims he's the first Jalen ever. <laughs> well, and then there's, the, there's two Jalen Williams on the yeah. Thunder, right? Yes. Spelled yeah. differently? There are a lot Spelled of Shaqs. There are a lot of Shaquilles. Yeah. yeah. Now there are. A few Kobe's, too. I've seen Kobe, yeah. Yeah, Kobe Bryant yeah. on the Seahawks, right? Or formerly of the Seahawks. Spelled a different way, though. Y- yeah. Eh, good point. <laughs> We've got to have LeBron somewhere, right? Is there like a good eighth grader named LeBron by now? Yeah, that's a great point. LeBron, that's a tough name to give it's your kid. So I know a guy whose last name is legally LeBron. Um, his last name. His last name is LeBron. I feel like you're putting a tough expectation on your kid if you have okay, basketball so- operations. Oh, here's LeBron. He's like <laughs> Well, a, actually, a we do five- have another LeBron. It's Bronny. Yeah. It's LeBron yeah, Jr. But, but- just generally, LeBron is, I would not put that on my kid. Yeah, but there's people out there who name their kids Steel and King and... Adonis. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're kind of putting some expectations. Or God's gift. What was his yeah. last name for St. John's? Oh, God gives a chua. Yes. Yeah. LeBron and, is and a very specific, with his brother. Yeah. though. God, you know, steel or strong. Yeah. Or, yeah. I think LeBron is very specific. Like, if you can't hoop and your name is LeBron, <laughs> that's bad. My accountant, you, you, know, you can't become an accountant. Well, can we name Shaq and be an accountant? I don't know, but if you're Baby. actually LeBron, you could your pr- clients could say, "Oh, I have the LeBron of accounting." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, the LeBron of feet. Remember, LeBron said he's going to the LeBron of, uh, of doctors. Yeah, but that guy was not named LeBron. No, he was some German dude <laughs> spinning blood platelets. We we have the Italian stallion of agents. That's true. So Tommy Cutlet's agent is there the Italian go. stallion. <laughs> By the way, he was like on the radio yesterday and like Everywhere. doing all these ra- rounds and uh, like the most normal sounding person. He's like, Disapp- I'm just here for my clients. Yeah, disappointing. Yeah. It was like he he just is dressing the part. When you get to him, it's like, all right, I guess this guy could negotiate my contract. I see now why he has clients. And apparently he was a college football player, not at a high level, but he played college football. Yeah. I know too much about this guy now. 855. Thank you, Bogus. 855-212-4CBS. Are you allegedly going to jury duty now? Allegedly. Sure. Somehow you were able to watch Rodgers on Pat McAfee from your couch yesterday, yeah, yeah. but you're doing great. Okay, sure. He was giving us all the updates. It's like, you guys can't believe what Rodgers just said. I'm like, well, aren't you in jury duty, sir? Yeah, you're texting us from there. All right, all right. Don't get me in trouble. <laughs> 855-212-4CBS. Bogus is going to stick around. Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And now, this actually was my pick when we did the Great Debate Series Best Sports Anthem. Today is uh, Worst Sports Contracts because it is Wednesday, yes. And I still don't know... That this song is anything other than the Bulls' introductory music. I just assumed it was made for them. I don't, what is it? It's called Serious, and it's by the Alan Parsons Project. Good for them. Let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! And the shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos is brought to you by those who drink it. I can only imagine what today is. Something stupid I said. Here we go. I sell calls with my arms. I, I settle <laughs> calls with I don't know what he's saying at the end. It sounds like a tough guy. No, no, no. I think he's saying sell cars, and it's like those things that are outside the car dealership that have the wind thing on it. That's what he looked like. I I thought he was saying he sells calls. So he says, like, like they were tangled. So I sell calls with my arms. I like Maggie's theory better. (laughs) (laughs) Can we make it be that? She's so confident. Yeah, she's one of those things that blows in the wind. Draymond Green is Gumby now. Yeah, I love it. I came in so confident. I was so sure that was it. Look at our low rates. <laughs> Yours is better. Like let it don't let it go unnoticed that Perloff immediately <laughs> agreed with you. That's a partner. He was like, yeah, that's what he said. I he get did it not now. Hesitate. Not even a little bit. She he was all in. <laughs> and you're still, Maggie, I know you're embarrassed by it. You're not you're not that wrong. It sounded like it and it was it, plausible no, no, no. based on watching him act like that last EJ night. EJ came in his voice for reasons like I think he said sell calls. <laughs> like, But I spoke so slowly because I was unsure because I was like, wow, maybe I'm off on this. Yeah, he had the question mark like he was Ron Burgundy. Yeah. You know, the <laughs> He's like, I think he sells calls. <laughs> Carlos, what did you say? Low rates? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oakley Doakley, I'm an idiot. So <laughs> that's all we have time for we'll today. See tomorrow. And that was a show. <laughs> Today's show brought to you by the Ford Taurus. <laughs> that Lease whole... now for $39 a month. That whole segment. Draymond Green Kia. <laughs> right outside San Francisco. Get on down to Draymond Ford Mazda. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you to EJ Stewart. And thank you to Carlos Ortiz. Thank you to Andrew Bogish, Andrew Kaplan. Weedos, coffee drinkers, and callers. What would we do without you? See you tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 